Alright, welcome into our week three edition of the Blue and Orange Football Podcast. We are back after I experienced enormous technical difficulties in uploading last week's episode. We went through the process of recording it. Um, I did some embarrassing things during it. I fell off my chair. I had some kind of bodily function we will not talk about. We're probably better off. Everybody's probably better off if that episode is never listened to. Now, here's the thing. I made some amazing predictions about the Browns game, and almost all of them come true. You know it. Whitney knows it. Those are the only people that know it. And everybody's good. I'm not even going to tell you what I said. I did say they would win. I'm not even going to go on this and and talk about it because I feel like everybody's been like, you're just saying that now that you know. So I'm not even going to go on it. But um, it was a great week of football. I thought we had. I had. I thought overall it was a, a good week. It's a good week when I win. I'm not going to like make judgments for you. Um, but I, it was a fun week. You know, I thought Burrow p- played well in the loss, which was what I wanted. I wanted them to lose, but I wanted Burrow to play well. Yeah. I want to. I just real quick. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to politicize this. I don't want to politicize other things. But we had this conversation earlier. I just want to touch on the fining of these coaches for the masks, real quick, and I'll and I'll hear your opinion on it, and we'll move on from it. Um, I just. I feel a little. Listen, it's the policy. I know that, and you, and you agreed to it when you signed on for this year, so. So you need to do what you said you were going to do or face the repercussions. I don't think any of these coaches are say they're not going to pay the fine or anything. From my, I've not heard that. But it's, I, I don't know. I, I saw Pat McAfee talked about this a lot on, like, I think Monday or Tuesday on his show. It was like, um, I'm just kind of confused why it's even that big of a deal for those coaches. Because those grounds crew, those um all those players, especially especially in the stadiums that there are no are, there's zero fans, zero fans. I just everybody has passed multiple multiple tests. I understand, like maybe if the grounds crew was also going to be around fans, maybe I guess I can see that. I don't know. I think it's a weird policy. I think I think the NFL caught some flack for the treatment of Colin Kaepernick. I'm not getting into that. Mm-hmm. But what I think is you're seeing overcompensation. Mm-hmm. They got all of a sudden this got brought back up, you know, with all these protests and things like that. It got brought back up and the NFL apologized for blacklisting Colin Kaepernick. Okay, cool. So they're trying, but then I think inst- they went from I think they did that. They I think they thought they were doing something more. I'm not yeah. saying they were or they weren't, but I think that's what but then in true NFL business fashion, I think they went so far into this mask thing because I think they're trying to be politically correct. Well, I it mean, is just weird to me. I think they're trying to be politically correct on just about everything. No, uh, that's true too. It's not just the masks; it's everything. But I mean, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, it's a policy, right? And so follow the policy and don't have any repercussions or don't follow the policy and pay your fines. Yeah. And don't complain about it. Yeah. And you're right. I, I, you're agree right. agree with the masks or not. I personally, I mean, I don't really care about masks. I, I really don't. I mean, wear them. Don't wear them. It doesn't bother me one bit, whatever you decide. But if you choose not to, 
and a place is requiring you to do it, be ready for some consequences. That's all yeah. it is. I mean, it's just like your work requires you to wear a mask. Yeah. My work requires me wear to, me to wear a mask. We both wear masks at work because of yeah. what? We don't want to have any disciplinary yes. action taken. I would like us. my paycheck, please. It's, exactly. So that's yeah. my thought on it. I mean, take it or leave it. But yeah, I think they can afford a hundred thousand dollars a game if they really didn't want to wear a mask. I think too. You're everybody's going to have a mask this week, right? Like, <laughs> I, no, I think that I think that there's going to be some people. You who, think somebody's yeah, not? Oh, I'm, I, I'm fascinated. By I think that, that there's going to be people. Fun. I think there's going to be coaches that have their mask on, but it's going to be pulled underneath their chin, yeah. or it's going to be around their neck. Well, they um, got Gruden for that. Gruden had it around his neck, and yeah. they still find him. Yeah, and that's the thing. And they did with Sean McVay the week before because it was down over his chin the entire time, and he he even made a statement after week one saying, "I will do better." Yeah. You know, I will. I will so try. Yeah. Yeah. And but th- look, the same thing's going to happen when you have guys making five hundred some million dollars a year, or whatever it is. I'm sorry, but a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> is not much. It's like of finding me ten bucks. I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be. In- I'd rather spend a hundred grand than be inconvenienced by a mask. Yeah. That's. I mean, I get it. I really do. Honestly, if I was a coach, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Just but have some fun with it. you know, but then there's Andy Reid. Can we not talk about <laughs> Andy? I love that man. I really do. If he could be a coach for the New York Giants, I would absolutely love it. I mean, after the Super Bowl, what would do you want to do? I would watch an Andy Reid reality show. No kidding. After the Super Bowl, he wants a cheese. That's all he wants is a cheeseburger. And then he comes out and he's strutting his uh, face mask. Game one, it's fog bigger <laughs> than crap. And he's still trucking along. I love it. And then week two, he's trying some solution from hockey that they use on their helmets and their face masks. And then is that what he did? I didn't see that. Yeah, that's what he said he was going to do. Oh my god! So good for Andy Reid. I I saw a meme that said that that uh, Andy Reid planned to use a drone to feed (laughs) to wipe it off while it also feeds him ribs. Yeah. Oh, or burgers or something. Burgers. Yeah. Whatever it is. So that's all I think we need to say on that. Yeah. We may have even said too much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's fine. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go in. I would like to just react a little bit. I'm going to react a little bit to... Um, I did not watch... I, I will preface this. The Browns played on Thursday, so I did not watch a ton of football this weekend. Yeah. I actually uh, used the opportunity to go visit some family, as I do not have a lot of time on Sundays in the fall. And so I, I used the opportunity to do um, that. Yeah, other things. This thing is. I'm trying to check this software, see if it's still. Okay, it recorded that entire time. Okay, that's fine. We were having some technical difficulties. Don't worry about it. It, it just, keeps freezing on me, but then apparently listens the whole time, so that's fine. Okay. We're just going to keep on keeping on. I should stop looking at that. But, yeah, I use this, that opportunity. So I can't say a lot for what I saw around the NFL. I didn't see a lot of NFL, yeah. NFL this weekend. I mean, I didn't either. I watched the Browns game. I watched the Giants game. And then I watched bits and pieces of the evening games. I will say that for me... I I, he, I love I love the way we do these narratives in the NFL. All week, all week, what did I hear? Listen, if the Browns lose, panic, panic city. Yeah. Fuck, light everything on fire. If they lose, 
Also, also, what did I hear all week? That hey, this ain't the same Bengals now. Joe Burrow is special. Now, listen, I don't disagree with that. But what I'm getting at is all week, these Bengals are not quite a pushover, which is what I read all week about the Giants as well. Hey, it's not just a W. Sure. Like, uh, I mean, I saw several people. Brian Baldinger was talking about it. You know, like the the Giants aren't are. You can't just if you're a good NFL team, you can't just scratch up a W next to the Bengals game or the Giants game because they're playing hard. You know, right. uh, Zach Taylor's actually in his second year, but of course the Giants have a first year head coach, so there's a lot of growing pains, which I've seen in two games with Kevin Stefanski as well. But. As soon as the Browns win. And, and listen, it was 35-30. to 30. That was not indicative of the way the game was played. Sure. The Browns dominated that game. They did, 100%. There was a couple of times that for an instant, the Bengals were back in it. It was 13. Well, when you throw the ball 61 times. I hope you're in it. I would hope that you move <laughs> the ball, okay? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and not How to, did his not, arm not fall off? Yeah, exactly. And not to rabbit trail, I yeah. will give kudos to Joe Burrow for 61 passing attempts and a second 37 completions and how many interceptions? Well, he didn't throw one. Exactly. He didn't fumble. I know. He didn't have a strip sack. From your boy Miles Garrett. Garrett baby. But anyway, no interceptions with that many yeah. pass attempts with that many is pass attempts. really impressive. I throw like 7. I'd probably throw 58. 58. <laughs> I'll give myself 3. You give yourself a good 3, okay. <laughs> you know. No. Yeah. I, no. I was impressed with the Browns. I really was. Um, I really did enjoy watching Baker Mayfield feel more in his element. I liked them being able to run the game plan that they wanted. Oh. And I am a huge... I love run games. I oh, really do. Yeah. I love run games, and I love when I was run games... by that game. <laughs> I, I love when that play-action pass opens oh. up. And you could see it. Nick Chubb is so dangerous on the ground... That you cannot, no. You, and you cannot not respect, go after them yeah. and respect the yes. run game. And you would see it. You would see them play and commit on run. Oh, Baker still has it. Rolls on the other side and catches Odell Beckham Jr. for forty some yards. Yeah, I mean it, it was awesome. It it was what we thought we were going to get. Yes, and, and and I'll say this. Listen, we could have. Have you ever seen a more dramatic turn from two games being dominated to? Listen, like I said, I know it was a five point game, but they scored with forty seconds left and no timeouts to make it a five point game. Yeah. They did what they wanted to do. Right. Their defense made just enough plays. Yeah. They listen. That defense is depleted. We're getting people back this week. I'm freaking stoked. Yep. But they control that. There is not a better one two punch in the NFL. Other than Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, like oh my. you might That's say, like, someone is better than Nick Chubb or someone the, is better than Kareem Hunt. The but there's no time. The last time there was a one-two punch like that. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know I was going there. Yes. You know I was going there when you had guys like Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw and those guys. Who like, was the third one? Um, Isn't that really bad that we can't remember? Because Bradshaw and Jacobs were the ones that stayed. Yeah, and the third one was only there for a season. Yeah, he was only there for a season or two, but that's when they were Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I tell you what, that was... What did you not see for, like, three quarters? You didn't see much Cream Hunt. No. And then all of a sudden, you put a fresh... Cream Hunt led the league in rushing his rookie year. Let's not forget that happened until he decided to be a little bit of a... When you get teams like that, running game because here's the thing and I think we touched on this last week 
This is not... You're going to hate me when I say this. Don't do it. This is not Baker Mayfield's team right now. It is Nick Chubb. No, I think it's that offensive Kareem line in that running game, yeah. In the running game right now. And yeah. Baker Mayfield, I think he's going to be good. He's a I game really manager do. in this offense, though. Exactly. That's that's his piece, and there's nothing wrong with that right now. There's nothing wrong with well, that. Well, look what Kirk did last year, and I think Baker's got more arm talent than Kirk He Cousins. does. He does. And, and even then, and Eli, I love you. I really do. Eli Manning, you're oh, my no. boy. Oh, no. And I think you're a hell of a quarterback. But we were so successful because we had that run game, and we had that nasty front on the defensive yeah. side of the ball, and we had a good offensive a good line. offensive line. And, Eli, you made some great passes. Yeah. You really did. And you – Especially on that playoff run. Man, he was beautiful. Well, yeah. The, those two Super Bowl runs in the playoffs, he was – Yeah. Oh. And, and so that's where I still believe Eli. You can't spell elite without Eli, yeah. right? He's I a mean, Hall of Famer. I mean, 100%. But that run game helped catapult us to that, right? I think Baker Mayfield and the Browns, they're going to do good things. I think they sneak into the playoffs. You know? We've got three wild up, cards now. If they if they keep it up, I think, I think they could. So, yeah, I mean, just to, I'll, I'll wrap this up. I'm going to put a beautiful bow on there. And that fourth quarter, nobody wanted any damn part of Kareem Hunt. No. Not a damn one of them. And, oh, that's what you gotta see, man. I just, it worked. It was beautiful. That offensive, Jedrick Wills, man. Listen, I was critical. and I did not Did consider- you see, did you see what um, one of your offensive linemen was ranked today? On oh, ESPN? The, oh, yeah, that Wyatt Teller is three overall. He's the highest-rated guard. He, yeah, he's the highest-rated guard yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. And he got that ranking with Jadrick Wells injured. Yeah. No, Jack Conklin. Yeah, sorry, Yeah, Jack yeah the right tackle yeah. next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let me tell you a little story about my boy Wyatt Teller. Last year, Wyatt Teller was acquired for a late draft pick from the Buffalo Bills. And I said, man! He played a lot of left guard that year before because the le- the left guard for uh, – Buffalo's name's escaping me, uh, missed like several games and Wyatt Teller as a rookie had stepped in. He was making this transition to right guard. Eric Cush won the job because uh, I don't know why. I uh, Freddie Kitchens, I guess. But anyway, uh, Wyatt Teller kind of struggled when he got in there. But, you know, when you watch the tape on him, that dude is huge. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that motor is going right. And I told my dad, I said, man, that Wyatt Teller... We might have us a diamond in the rough. I was, listen, the offense from top to bottom, even Joel Batonio, the all-world fucking guard at left, yeah. did not look great last year in that offense. But Wyatt Teller with a, with Bill Callahan, probably the greatest offensive line yeah. coach we've ever seen. If not, he's in the top five. That dude has made him exactly what I thought he potentially could be. Oh, my. I, I You got me. <laughs> You got me on my talk, Vic. My my Wyatt Teller, and I'm, I, we weren't going to talk. Dude's huge, right, Jack? I guess he just walks around the weight room without a shirt on, always. I mean, and I if would, I look like that, too, so yeah. <laughs> I, I look like I look the way I look, and I sometimes walk around without a shirt on, you know. And it's like, and I shouldn't. Should always have like three shirts on. 
So I, I don't know, but you got me, Gus. I that offense. Ah, oh, it's just it's gonna be good. It was a thing of beauty. I loved it. Real quick, I'm gonna get your thoughts on the Giants. That's my thought on the Browns. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Gotta see it again, though. Yeah, that's where I am. Let me let me see it again with a better defense. That is a very that that defensive line. Now listen, I think the numbers are skewed because Doug Peterson and Philly's line decided they wanted to kill Carson Wentz. Yeah, and so I know Washington has eleven sacks, eight of them against Carson Wentz. I think that number's a little skewed. I don't think against a great elite 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 line. And listen, the Browns line has played elite in both games. Yeah, yeah they didn't score because of uh, of you know, just a myriad of things against right. Baltimore, but they they still graded very well. They, I think they can stand up against Washington, but let me see it again, right? Yeah. And then then we'll talk. Okay, I got to tell you this Roethlisberger story. Listen, I said I was going to tell you this Roethlisberger story last week, and for I could just say I did, but I got to tell you the, the <laughs> it, okay, I we talked about I, I listen Roethlisberger seems to be back in two games. I'm still not sold on it. Uh, I did just pick him. I did drop Drew Brees in fantasy to pick up Ben Roethlisberger. That's what this world is coming to. It's a weird-ass world. 2020 has been so weird. Okay, so one time, the Browns, uh, the backup quarterback was Landry Jones. And this was a uh, later-in-the-season kind of thing. Pittsburgh may or may not have already been in the playoffs. I don't remember. It's been so many years. Ben had, like, a foot injury, some sort of injury. It was just like with Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin was active for the Browns, but the Chris Hubbard started at right tackle uh, because he was more of an emergency thing. They wanted to 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 rest his ankle, and so you're Ben Roethlisberger's not starting, right? Landry Jones is out there. Oh man, we're going to beat Pittsburgh. You know, I'm all riled up. I shit you not. First drive. Landry Jones moving the ball a little bit, playing well. Clearly not Ben Roethlisberger. Gets hit, rolls his ankle, and Ben Roethlisberger comes in, throws for 400 yards. And I'm like, if that's not the most Browns thing of all time. We heard a dude to get to Ben Roethlisberger because we just hadn't had enough ass whoopings. Yeah. So that's my my random Ben Roethlisberger story of, of the day. So I know... I see the look on your face. So what did you see from the G-Men? Disappointment. I'll be honest. I mean, Saquon Barkley obviously getting hurt in the second quarter. Brutal is, week for injuries. Is, is not going to help anything at all. I mean, you hate to see that. When you see non-impact injuries, you automatically think worse. And I think I texted you right then. I was like, well, Saquon Barkley just blew up his ACL. Oh, yeah, before and, we ever knew. Yeah, And that was the case. And, you know... The showing that the Giants put on, man, it they couldn't move the ball um, in the air yet. Now, I will say, Saquon was starting to, to – he had like four carries on like 28 yards, so he was moving the ball. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I say, I didn't even look at his stats. I had no idea. Yeah, I think it was like four carries for 28 yards. Um, but he went down. We had some we had some drop passes on some receivers. Sterling Shepard has a case of turf toe, and I think he's on IR now. He is. Which, yeah. granted, you know, IR is not like it's he only used to three be. weeks. Three weeks minimum. He'll yeah. be back this season. And you can bring um, back as many people as you want, which right. is awesome. So, you know, there were there were some. The first part of the game, I was, I was not happy with what I saw. I, I actually, I think I texted you in that first half. Yeah. Um, that I had thought they were actually regressing from the week yes. one. And I, that, that worried me quite a bit. Now, second half was completely different. 
It really was. Um, I was going to say, I, did, I don't think I heard much yeah. about the second half. No. The second half was much different. Deion Lewis couldn't run the ball. Okay, so I'll get into the pickup of Devontae Freedom, Freeman after this. Um, but they still couldn't move the ball. Part of that has got to be fixing the uh, uh, the run blocking on the offensive line. But Daniel Jones, yes, made some mistakes, um, had some bad balls, but we battled. And offensively, we battled, and we came back, and it was almost a beautiful sight, man. It was almost – we went right down the field on the last drive. We were on, I think it was like the – it was in between the 9 and the 12-yard line, about to score, and we just – we couldn't make it happen. Yeah. We couldn't make it happen. We needed a touchdown. A field goal wouldn't cut it, and that would have sealed the win. That would have been a Danny Dimes comeback story. But we fell short. However, they kept fighting. They kept playing. They made good decisions for the most part, even without Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And um, I love Saquon. He's he's a great runner. You know my issues with uh, with pass blocking that he has. I think yeah. those can develop. Um, but I was talking to my brother, actually, and him and I were both like, man, this, this stinks quite a bit. But... Yeah, nothing. Nothing good can come from from a guy with that kind of talent being hurt for the year. Like, uh, maybe, but maybe not. Actually, I, I I have a little bit different of a take on it. Um, I think it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna force the Giants to learn how to play well, even without Saquon Barkley on yeah. the squad. Yep. And we saw that he left, and we played well. And the defense, man, I'm telling you, the Giants' defense is playing with their hearts out. They really are. Um, we're injured. We've got banged up, but you know, Bradbury. There's a reason he's uh, getting paid the money that he is. He's having a great season. I uh, look, was looking at stats on him earlier this earlier this week, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a high ranking with the majority of his passes that are being tar- thrown his way are either being deflected or begin being incompletions. So hopefully things continue to build with the New York Giants. I really do. I think the goal is for next season to potentially make a playoff push. Um, realistically, I don't. I probably don't see that happening this year, um, which is a bummer. But well, not having Saquon really just. Heard about Joe Judge? He will not allow that to be an excuse yeah. going forward. But you can't, like, and you're, not, and you're not, but you can't sit here and be like, ah, no, it, like, it, it's not going to matter. Oh, it's not going to You know, it, so. It's a huge impact. Hey, a healthy Devonta Freeman. If he stays healthy. I mean, if. I mean, because he has all the talent in the world. He's really good. I mean, I Always used to. Has. I used to remember when Devon, if you saw Devontae Freeman on the draft board in your fantasy team. Oh, you got excited. You were thinking, man, I'm going to I tried be- to pick him up. Somebody already beat me to it. I did, too. I yeah. mean, right when the rumor started, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm picking this boy up. And, yeah, somebody. I was too low on the waiver wire. Yeah. Because I, I, I tried to pick him off the waivers. You know, actually, I think you and I are head-to-head this week in our, in our fantasy I do league. not. I have not logged into that league once. Oh, you haven't. No, no, that makes sense because you're own two in it. Yeah, I, I, well, I got I, I know for a fact that I drafted Cortland Sutton, and he's still in my starting lineup. He is on IR. Yeah, no, nobody in your lineup's on IR. I checked. All right, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I got Cortland Sutton up there. Oh, 
Maybe I'll, I don't know. I, didn't I don't know. I wasn't you, playing you yet. Seriously, so. by all means, kick the shit out of me. That's hey, you great. know, I'm on a I'm that, on two and zero roll. So, dude, that's that league that we played like a couple of years. I didn't really. Everybody always said it was going to be like a oh we're going to put money and on nobody this. Nobody ever did, and nobody ever paid. Yeah, and so like. I had the opportunity to get a buddy of mine that I uh, deployed with was like, "Hey man, you want? I'm, I'm looking for another in my league. It's going to be a twenty first place, a hundred bucks, yep. twenty dollar buy in league. So I'm all in on that one and one. I outscored everybody last week except the guy I played. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so, all right, we got our wrap ups. We feel good, ish. Listen, the Browns can't cover right now. Defensive line, amazing. Denzel Ward, amazing. Lockdown. Oh, yeah. Safeties, linebackers cannot cover the middle of the field. Return of the Mac is down. Mac Wilson is back. He's been in practice all week. Kevin Johnson, who lacerated his liver, was a full participant in practice today. I expect to see him. I'm excited as hell about that. I expect to see him back. I don't know about... I know that Greedy Williams, as well as Mac Wilson have been limited in practice for three straight days if we could get those three back it might be a different ballgame i don't know i'll tell you one thing i'll tell you one thing if we can get those three back Yeah, it's still a go. We're good. Awesome. Okay. So I've seen a lot of people doing this, so I just want to uh, do this. Let's do I want to do a top three, bottom three. So I'll go with my bottom three in the NFL right now. Somebody asked on, on Twitter um, who's the worst team in the NFL, and someone said, easy answer, someone in New York. <laughs> I will not be putting both New York teams in my bottom three because I've seen at least life out of the Giants. Yeah. The worst team in the league right now is the Jets. Yeah. Listen, Sam Darnold is about the only person on that offense. Now, Mekhi Becton has played very well at left tackle. Yeah. Outside of Mekhi Becton and Sam Darnold, there isn't an ounce of talent. Adam Gase is a buffoon. I don't... Just remember, not only has Adam Gase been hired as a head coach, he's been hired by as a head coach twice. Just remember that when you think about how bad Adam Gase is. <laughs> <laughs> Worst, How do you feel about Adam Gase? I hate him. He sucks. <laughs> Worst three teams. I'm I, from what I've seen. I just I listen. It's two weeks. I think we're we're crazy to even do this sort of thing. I think the Jets are the worst team. The next two in no particular order is is Philly and Minnesota. I think I do not know. I mean, I know there's injuries on that offensive line out the butt in Philadelphia, but Philadelphia and Minnesota have just been bad. Yeah. And so I got I got the Jets, Minnesota. He looks old out he there. Does. But outside of Burrow and like T. Higgins and, and Joe Mixon, of course, that offense and defensive line for the Bengals is not good. Listen, they were banged up last week. I know sure. that, but. 
Uh, the Bengals are somewhere in there. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Philly and the Bengals tied. So I'm gonna take Philly, Bengals, Minnesota, and the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I'm not gonna put the Giants in the in the bottom three. I don't. I've seen some life out of them. So and I'm, them I'm partial, so I'm not even gonna say that I'm not partial. And I don't want to go to the level that they are in the bottom three. Although people are putting them in the bottom bottom three for sure, but no. I see life out of the Giants. I see moments of shining possibilities of getting wins. The Jets, I don't see that. So the Jets, I'm putting there. And then, a lot of people may disagree with me, but I'm going to go back to, if you remember my week one, and I we did the wild statements, right? So wild, even more wild, and then the craziest statements. And I said, the wild statement would be, you know, the Lions are <laughs> mediocre this year. That was, yeah, that was your, that, that was, that was, yeah. Yeah, that happened, and I'm probably going to be wrong with that. It's not going to happen, and I think they're one of the bottom you three teams. You think they're bad? They, Stafford still makes, like, Stafford plays well, and then Stafford makes throws that rookie quarterbacks don't make. Yeah. Don't, don't even attempt. Yeah. And you're like, just sometimes you just get so utterly frustrated. Right. Um, and then my 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 third bottom, I guess my my last one of the three. It's a toss up. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm probably gonna be wrong about this, but I'm going to put the Texans. Final slot with that, maybe probably followed by the Bengals and then the Giants. Honestly. All right. We're going to get – okay, top three real quick. I'm going to go through top three. I'm not even going to get into them because I think these are self-explanatory. It's Baltimore, it's KC, and it's the Seahawks. I just – I mean, listen, Green Bay is in that mixture yeah. uh, as well. Um, and, you know, the Raiders seem to be good. I'm not sure what's going on there. I'm not putting the Steelers in the top three like everybody seems to think because they haven't played very good opponents. And they almost got beat by Jeff fucking Driscoll. But, you know, we're going to do that sort of thing. The Bears are nice. They're okay. They're what it is. But, uh, yeah, KC, yeah. Baltimore, and uh, Seattle. If you don't if you don't have those in your top three, then you re- you're not. You're wrong. Um, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You, there's only two teams in the AFC, and that's KC and Baltimore. And there's really only one team in the NFC, and that's the Seahawks. We've already seen yeah. a struggling Saints. We've already seen a struggling Tom Brady in the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. Ah, that's bullshit. You think so? It's straight bullshit. Listen, for one, I'll say this right now. If Tom Brady could get along with Bill Belichick for 20 years, (laughs) it's going to be all right. Yeah. Listen, it's just like what we talked about with the Browns week after week one, even with the Giants after week one. This is a new guy, a guy who played in the same system for 20 years, and now he's gone to an air raid system at the age of like 40, what, 43, 44, whatever he is. But could there be this mindset that in Patriots, Tom Brady walked on gold? Yeah, sure. And now in Tampa Bay, it's maybe not so much. Yeah, Bruce Arians doesn't give a shit. Exactly. That's where I'm saying maybe there is a little bit of tension. There, there, oh.
Uh, and there's going to be a winner and a loser from the running tallies of W's and L's okay. at the end of it. That's what I want to task both of us with is deciding what that wager is by next episode. And we'll talk about it then. Okay. All right? All right, top to the bottom. Let's go. All right, we'll start tonight, Thursday night football. Are you going Fitzmagic or Minshew Mania? Minshew Mania. Oh, all, all day. day, baby. All day. Bro. All day. I will take that all day, Minshew, Minshew Mania. So we're, we're, we're uh, no chance to gain any ground there. We're going Jacksonville, Jacksonville. All right. An interesting situation. you got the 2-0 Chicago Bears who are underdogs to the 0-2 Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I like it, but I've seen a team in Atlanta that are clearly still <laughs> no, I guess not currently at this time. So, I, I, I don't know. I think... I'll take the Falcons. Okay. We'll differ on that one. All right. Battle of the Unbeatens. You got Kid Genius, and you got my boy, Josh Allen. Who you got? You oh, got Rams, man. Bills. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. But... I'll take the Bills. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, take okay. I'm we're taking gonna, the Rams. We're gonna we're gonna throw a little bit. I think bit I might be wrong on that one, but I'm gonna take the Rams. Just yeah, to I, head to head. I think with two and two and zero, it, it'd be all right. All right, you got the Washington Football Team and your boys, the Cleveland Browns, who are a touchdown favorite. They are. It's a no brainer for me. It's the Browns. <laughs> No, no, I'm All not. day, every day. Listen, I picked Baltimore to win the division, and I picked Baltimore to win week one, but I, I got the Browns. I, think I take roll. the Browns because I cannot stand Dwayne Haskins, and I think the Browns are honestly the better team, and Denzel Ward is going to take advantage of his former teammate. Ooh. Shit, okay. I like that. I like that. All right, you've got one of my worst teams in the league, the Vikings hosting the Titans. For me, no-brainer. Derrick Henry runs yeah. all over them. The Vrabel train's coming, bud. <laughs> the Vrabel train. All right. I like that. Tennessee across the board. That one's an easy Watch, watch Minnesota just like, <laughs> blow them out of the water. 15 All right, you've got the 2-0 Raiders, the Vegas Raiders looking sharp, and you've got Cam Newton. I'm taking... Slamming Cam. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't. I can't go against them right now. Cam is 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 MVP. Cam again. He is. It's scary, isn't it? it it's scary right this now. This is the Cam that you wanted to, on your fantasy football team. Well, and what did they do? They ran the ball way too much. I thought with Cam in Week One. Yeah. But we didn't see that again. We saw a different approach. Us, but. You still knew that threat was there, and they could do it at any point, and it was just a really good. Yeah, it was really good. You got, you got. Listen here, you got your Giants are hosting the Niners, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm taking the New York Football Giants, and I'll tell you why. I don't even know who's going to be playing for the San Francisco 49ers on yeah. offense. No kidding. Jimmy G is out. They they've got like three receivers out. Bosa tore his ACL. I'm taking the football giants also. 
And I will go out to say that if the football giants do not win this game this week, I will put them as the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. 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 All right. Battle of the 0-2 teams. Towards the bottom of bottom of our, our slate, you got Burrow, you got Wentz. I'm taking Burrow. I'm taking Cincinnati Bengals, and they're going to pick up their first win. I hate I hate we've got too many that we that we like here, but I like Cincinnati too. That team's good enough to be two and zero. Yeah. Well, I mean the Browns kind of controlled them, but you know a few more. They've got they've got talent. They've got talent. They sh- they're they're probably yeah. I feel confident in saying they're the best zero two team in the NFL. Yeah, I think and even though I have them near the bottom. Yeah, I, it's just what I think. Okay, Texans, Steelers, the Texans aren't good, man. I hate it, but I'm taking Pittsburgh. Here, all right. These are all easy matchups, man. Panthers, like, Chargers. That one's a hard one. I, I'm not sure the Panthers are good, but I don't know. I don't know if the Panthers are good, but I don't know if the Chargers are good really either. I'll take LA. I'll take the Chargers. Um, now, even though Justin Herbert did play a good game. Well, hey, I mean, week. we got the team doctors going around puncturing people's lungs yeah, for the Chargers. You know, you could have just started the kid and not hurt Tyron <laughs> Taylor. You, I didn't, mean, you didn't, didn't have, have to, to try to that. kill him. Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Panthers on this. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it up a little bit. We'll change it up. All right. Lions, Cardinals. Breeze looks old. I dropped him in fantasy for a reason. Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. So I'll take Green Bay. All right, Monday night. Battle of the last two MVPs. I have no idea where I'm going with this, so hopefully you can sway me one way or the other. Chiefs, Ravens. Who you got? Ravens, interestingly enough, three and a half point favorites. Can we say tie? (laughs) I I don't think we can. Okay. I don't think think that's against the rules. But I think this one for me comes down to who has the better defense. Yeah, and that's Baltimore. They do. That's who I'm taking. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Lamar Jackson. I'm still not sold. I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I don't think. I don't think in any way, shape, or form, either one of those picks you, is a bad pick. You no, know, you can't pick bad on that. But I take the Kansas City Chiefs because. Our main dude with the face shield. Yeah. You <laughs> listen. The dude loves cheeseburgers, his his beautiful wife, and Hawaiian shirts. Yep. And there just ain't much things better in life nope. than that. I could get down with all of that. So I think I think that's a good place for us to start. Uh, stop. Um, I think we got a good weekend of football ahead. I'm I'm excited for that. And uh, well, 
Catch you next time. Thank you.